so in this episode I'm going to get personal, <laughs> weird, because um, normally I give loads of advice, but I get so many personal questions that I thought, mm, sod it, I'll just put it on the, um, put it on the podcast thing. Um, the one I get the most is, oh my god, I'm yawning. Why? If I do a podcast in the morning, I yawn. If I do a podcast in the afternoon, I yawn. Whatever. Anyway. Um, yeah, so the first question I would I would say that I'm going to answer is one about romance. I get asked all the time. Are you seeing anyone, Kay? <laughs> or have you got a boyfriend or a girlfriend? <laughs> What's going on? La, 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 la. And then it's... Um, do you is it hard dating yeah a client actually in america asked me that recently is it hard dating hey katie is it hard dating and i was like yeah (laughs) and i'll tell you why so everyone has like a facade right i mean i don't know if i have i mean i'm pretty blunt and pretty open with everything i mean i'm a mess i feel like a mess internally because actually well i don't have i don't I'm shit at making friends um, and I'm going through a really, really, really weird patch at the moment where it's like, I think because my profile is getting bigger, I've had to close off a lot of friends because the friends got really greedy and it was obvious using going on. So I was like, oh, so I'm actually in a period of my life where I'm just very like... I don't know if I would call lonely because I've actually never felt so much peace in my life. But it's definitely one where the least amount of people have been in it, you know. Um, But yeah, in terms of dating, I mean, a lot of people wear masks and facades and they, they like to be seen a certain way. And I totally get that. Like, who doesn't vibe, you know? Like, yeah, whatever. But I see straight through all that. I'm just like, oh, I'm a bit insecure or something. But... I think people need to realise that I don't have judgmental eyes. My eyes, I mean, emotionally and energetically, not physically. I mean, physically, maybe, I don't know. But the way the way the lens that I look through is very beautiful. I see the, the world in a very beautiful way and I see people in a very beautiful way. The only time that fire comes out, like I'm a bit of a Welsh dragon, if I'm honest, <laughs> very placid. Like I said in my previous podcast, like, took me nine years to lose my shit with the stalker like just like whatever like you want to do that you do that um I'm at the moment I'm having to protect myself quite a lot in terms of just I'm getting a lot of celebrity people um wanting to be my friend basically and then they they want to get a reading and then next day drop me like a hot potato you know and I'm just like well you know or I've got to be careful not to be a revolving door so that people don't come in and then they're like you know once every six months tap into me or something because imagine if I had enough of them I wouldn't actually have any real friends so I'm being a protective I wouldn't say I was being defensive um so I just take it if you know if people don't want to meet up or whatever I just like okay well I'll follow then because I've just got the hint you know like you don't want to hang out then that's fine Um, And I have to be like that because otherwise I can't, like I said, I can't be a revolving door. But, you know, in terms of dating and things, it's funny because so many people on calls kind of say to me, oh, you know, Katie, I wish he would be like, you know, a terrible American accent. But oh my God, Katie, I wish he would like, you know, know what I'm thinking or, 
you know, predict stuff. And I'm like, there I am being able to see straight through people and they don't like it. Yeah, I don't know why. I would I would absolutely love it if someone just saw me and saw my sadness. <laughs> like, hello, that saves me from talking about it. You know, as long as they don't weaponize it, then that's fine. I don't mind looking sad in pictures and um, feeling insecure and vulnerable. A few people have said, oh, I don't like it, Katie, when you're being all vulnerable on your posts and saying how shit things are. And I'm like, don't watch then. Because, like, I'm just going to be myself. And, um, yeah, I like it when I meet people. And, you know, I, I get I get the pride thing. I get it. I get it. But no need to do that with me. I've got you. You know? I do. I'm the best person for the job. Because I can read your mind pretty much. And I can see what you need. And I'll anticipate it. Do you know my... Um, it's weird because I don't know if I'm going to get in a relationship soon I don't know I get I keep thinking about it I keep being asked about it I think my ideal person because I don't know who my ideal person is I think my ideal person would just like let me be me you know so like I'm like I think the love language is is like I'm um acts of service yeah oh you're again sorry this is more like a sleep podcast isn't it so I am um, in the morning I like to get up and make you know, someone a cup of coffee and put it next to the bed with a little note. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, have a shower, whatever, and then go. Or make them sandwiches for the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the dinner when they get in. Oh, I love doing that. So when I get someone who's like, yeah, don't like that, don't want that. Oh, no, we're doing that for. It just pops my bubble. I've dated someone like that before and it just, I couldn't be myself. I was miserable because it was like, whatever I did, it was like, do you mind? I don't want coffee before breakfast. It's like, fuck yourself. It was a nice gesture, you know? So someone who appreciates, you know, little things. Like, I don't know. I think it goes back to the fact that I've always been very independent. and I've never really had anyone I can rely on. So I like to do little things for people because it's like, I know what it's like to not have those things. Um, So, yeah, it's quite interesting. But, yeah, long story short um, is, or short story long, rather, is, um, yeah, dating can be hard. People are very suspicious of me, and I don't think they really like the idea of dating someone who sees through them, which is a shame, because, I mean, we're all, we've all got, you know, they, they like the idea of it. Don't get me wrong, because I have a lot of, um, I have a, I have clients ask me out, and I can't. I say I can't. You've, you know, where's the moral code in that? You know, so my greatest advice is if you want to date me, don't hire me because I can't do that. Like, how bad's that? If like, you know, it looks like I've manipulated you into it. So yeah, no. Um. What other thing is, I get asked a lot about where I'm from. I don't know. Is it an accident? Oh my God. You know, it's the heat. It's the actual heat. Um, Where I'm from. So Midlands, babes, Midlands. Yeah, when I'm a little bit tipsy, my accent's really strong. I remember working for this boss, and she's from New York. <laughs> she came, she came to visit us as an office, and just I'm a bit of a lone ranger, really. I mean, 
you know the the people I was working with was a lot younger and I just found them to be incredibly attention seeking and childish and um, so I kind of did my own thing you know I just went to work did my own thing I wasn't really interested in sitting there talking about myself at the desk and you know what date I was, dates I've been on and so anyway I was I didn't say anything and then she thought it was really quiet <laughs> God, she thought it was really quiet and then we went to the pub and then um for some reason I don't know it just took me back then I was like um drinking and had another drink and another drink and my accent got more and more broad <laughs> and, and then I just kept chatting a glass eye to sleep I wouldn't shut up and so she was like, oh, my God, what happened to get in? Katie? So the next day, apparently, the feedback was um, Big Boss Lady told Big Boss Man that she really liked Katie, but she didn't understand the word I said. <laughs> Lol. Um, so that's things. So that's dating, and that is where I'm from. And then, oh, yeah, I get asked what's the worst thing I've seen. Uh, spiritually, nothing. Like, spiritually, yeah, I see bad shit I see good shit and everything the worst thing I've seen is human nature without a doubt I said this to a friend the other day she asked me what do you think the worst thing has ever happened to mankind and I said white supremacy 100% it's in the movies it's on the radio it's on the news it's everywhere this message that white people are better I hate it I hate it I can see it from a mile off I hate being part of it I hate it um so I think the worst thing I've seen is people um, going out of their way to hurt people. I mean, yeah, I've seen dark energy and yeah, I've been in my room and I've heard three knocks at the door and I've, I've you know, had interactions with ghosts and things. But, you know, it's spirit, whatever, you know. And I did a little bit of a clearing thing, which means I had to clear this very negative energy out of this bloody wardrobe that I was chatting about on the Take a Break magazine. Um, but the worst thing I've seen and the one that cuts me most is when people are horrible and bitchy and go out of their way to bully. I can't stand it. I can't stand bullies. They're the weakest piece of shit that I've ever met in my life. Just because I can, because I can see through people, I can see their intentions and that's what hurts the most. I'm like, you literally have no boundaries in how you're, how far you're going to go with this, you know? And, and I really, really am very a soft person, very soft, very kind. And I hate the fact that I have to be in my masculine to deal with these people, you know. And I have to push back and I have to be in my masculine. I want to be in my feminine all the time. I really do. My masculine energy is too much, you know. I've been in my masculine energy for too much. I mean, maybe that explains a few things. But actually, I'm, I don't know. I'm just laughing. At I think I've got, I think the heat's got to me. But um, yeah, so I, I prefer people that I can be very girly and very soft around. Um, you know, ones that aren't attacking me every five minutes. Um, the next thing is, do I know, how come I've not won the lottery? I actually have, not the big stuff. I always win small stuff. Now, the lottery is an interesting energy. Um, so many times with the lottery, um, it's down to whether you want it or not. And I know everyone goes, yeah, yeah, I want it, I want it, I want it. But actually, 
whenever I meet someone and we work together and we talk about wealth, there's quite an interesting story with wealth in the sense of a lot of people want it. But actually, when you get down to it, everyone wants a normal life. Yeah, it's really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, I want the lottery. I want the lottery. Do you though? Like, why? What would that bring? And once we start unpacking it, actually, they go, no, actually, it's going to bring nothing but heartache. So there's a uh, there's a thing in us. It's like a self-sabotage little mechanism that actually stops and that actually pushes it away because like just then I said about the big stuff, you so I see it as big. You shouldn't really see it as big, you should see it as... So it's money programming. The whole lottery thing is money programming. But in terms of numbers, I mean, I um, went... <laughs> this will make you laugh. I had a bloody work do the other day and I had to go around Gerard's Cross in the heat of the day do all these silly little acts you know it was a game it was a bonding game and uh, I knew the answers didn't I so I sat there and I just kept going like 18 and it would just be 18 and I'd be like oh I don't know 25 and it would be 25 and then I realized I was like oh my god I need to wind it in so if I'm really relaxed and not really like thinking about things I can end up winning a lot of things just by accident so I have to like pull it back yeah I remember when I was a waitress there was this teddy I wanted and it had one of these scratch card things and it had like 50 numbers on so I did my little hand trick I'll show you one day I did my little hand trick and it was telling me like number 23 so I scratched off 23 and I wanted the teddy called him tea bag I don't know why because I like tea but I don't know um and then I get asked a lot about um when did I know that I had the gift to be honest when I popped out I was really early and um I'm always very keen and like very like yeah you know uh so it doesn't surprise me that I flew out and then um but I didn't talk till I was three and a half yeah I think it's like now and again you can notice I have a bit of a speech impediment so if you look at my videos I talk very quickly and I swear a lot and those two things buys me a bit of time. So although talking quickly doesn't buy you a time, it does. Because I can think about something, I push it out real quick. So that I don't, because my brain can't hold on to it so much, you know. And then the swearing, if I'm finding my brain stuttering a bit, I'll swear to bide myself a little bit of time. It's a bit weird. But yeah, I get words wrong a lot. And then um, I'll say a few things. So in one of my videos, you can see, like, it's like little, little micro movements you can see like a little stutter there yeah so I think because I was in my own head a lot but it is in the family dudes like I remember my nan being extremely spiritual and would know stuff and then um my yeah my family they all do spiritual stuff yeah it's in the fam um and then what else do you guys ask me a lot Oh, yeah. Is life difficult with with the gift? It is. Ignorance is bliss. Um, I struggle a lot with with people. And this is why I have a wall up and this is why I have a barrier. Because, like, I can just... I can just see people's intentions from a mile off. And it really... It's really hurtful to see why they need... They feel they need to do that, you know? So I really struggle in thinking, well, why did you feel the need to do that? You know? So I'm sad for them rather than sad for myself. I can look after myself. But I'm sad for them and can I can see the insecurities and I think, why are you doing that? You know? 
yeah it's a shame really so I live in a constant stream of sadness really because I can see I can see behind people's eyes yeah and this is why I went I started doing this so that I could help people navigate and give them the tools you know so they they didn't have to be a, a little knob they could like you know choose better things you know and also the spiritual world and in you know as a community was really starting to get on my nerves every time I reached out to a spiritual person they were just like yeah, I don't know look over my head and do this really soft annoying voice hello what oh shut up you know like I just I used to think like are you for real you know oh you need to find compassion you don't, you actually don't need to find compassion if someone's been incredibly cool, cruel to you I don't think you do but never mind so I wanted to I wanted to bring a sense of realness and create a lot of tools that were very relatable and people could use I was sick to death of this tie-dye hippie vibe it just wasn't me I'm too right brain yeah I'm left brain and right brain but um, I'm just not I'm too grounded for that stuff yeah um and then another question is do I forgive easily I don't know why this came to me this was in a message uh, it says no I'll tell you how I operate so it's like it's not that I don't forgive I'm just like I have to be I have to protect myself constantly because if you can imagine I have a lot of information and everyone wants that information and they will go above and beyond to get that information they will ask you how are you followed by a question you know like oh do you fancy meeting up followed by a question and I have to tap in and it's really draining and they'll mask it in different ways oh no I don't want a reading uh, what are you doing this weekend let's just go to the pub or something and then it's questions so you do want a reading you just don't want to pay for it you know so I ha I'm surrounded by sharks to be honest with you um, yeah so I have to really I have to just judge everyone for who they are like how they're operating towards me I'm not someone who would be like right that's it you've, you've angered me and I'm not going to listen to you and you come back like I'm not going to like just cut it off and put you in the bin the only time I do that is like you know like if you've really gone for me like really um you know really try to hurt me and I'm just like oh well that's you know if that's someone's character like I appreciate that people have different you know like act in different ways like I know like what I do is a classic when I first meet someone I'll um I'm very timid very timid and then if they don't respond to me or they don't show me um warmth and continuity I'll back right off I might even unfollow or just walk off in the other direction. I back off. But sooner or later, I start to feel a bit guilty about that and I kind of want to come back around. But then I think, oh, well, they didn't like me anyway, so maybe not. So I run a lot, actually, to be honest. I run away from people a lot. Yeah. Um, it's just a safety thing, that's all. Um, it, it's like, if I put it like this, so I've got a lady in my street and, you know, we used to hang out a lot. And she used to ask me questions. I said to her, look, I'm not going to, I just want to relax. Like I haven't, I'm not working today and I just want to relax. Oh yeah, totally get it, totally get it. And then, um, oh, my friend wants a reading. Like when can you come round? Like she's coming, you know, this weekend, are you free? And I said, well, no, I don't. Like tell her to book through the website. 
So, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's gone quiet, and then all of a sudden I've been invited to this party, and they're like, oh, yeah, bring your guitar and bring this. And I'm like, I don't want to. You know, I just want to relax. So I, I have to have my guard up because I have to think, well, are they going to want, you know, they're going to be like, oh, get your cards out, Katie. Oh, do this, doing this, Katie, you know. So that's why I have to be really, really careful, yeah. And do you know as well, which is really weird, um, I get a lot of blue ticky people, like um, famous people. I don't follow things, so I don't watch the TV and I don't watch the Love Island and I don't watch things and I don't know who's who, but I just presume because they've got a blue tick, I'm like, ah, oh, famous then. And do you know how many times they're like, I had one recently, oh, do you want to go for a coffee? And I said, do you want a reading or a coffee? And he was like, oh, no, no, like, just a coffee, just, you know, you intrigue me. And I thought, well, that's weird, why would I intrigue you? I was like, okay, yeah. So I was like, I'm not sure about this because I don't, I don't know, like, is this romantic or what? Like, I don't understand. Um, like, do you want to be friends? Like, I don't, I just, I'm a bit cautious of people who want to be friends with me when they know my work. I'd rather be friends and then they know my work. So anyway, I eventually met up with him and he was like, yeah, so do you pick up anything with me? And I thought, oh, you bastard. Like, I literally told you, I like, you can pay like everybody else. So I said to him, that's well out of order. Like I said to you, like, can you please pay like everyone else or at least get the coffees? And I got dropped there like a hot potato, like literally the next day, just unfollowed. And I'm just like, this is what I mean. I have to be really, really careful. Yeah. Because I'm very, very popular, but for all the wrong reasons, you know. So, yeah, it can be very hurtful, actually. But, yeah, quite vulnerable. I don't think people see that. I think they see that I'm this feisty little thing. <laughs> it would just think of a chihuahua. <laughs> like, they're having to be feisty because they're so small. <laughs> and that's like me. Yeah, I'm very, like, um, deer in headlines. Yeah. I just don't know what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway... Um, so the next questions I get is, do I see anything for 2022? Like what's going to happen? I actually felt weirdly, and this is common sense, I'm sure. Um, and sometimes I don't know the difference between common sense and what I read because what I read is, it just feels the same. Um, both are very easily accessible, you know, um, so yeah, as soon as the, um, conservative party has you know, dissolved. I mean, what the fuck? But I mean, yeah, let's add more shit to the fucking fire. But okay, as soon as that there was movement, now there's someone on that cabinet. I don't pay much attention to this stuff, otherwise I get sucked in. But I know that we've had a bunch of resignations, and one of them has gone, and I don't know who it is. I could look into it later. But someone's handed the notes and it's not Boris, there's someone else. I think it's Rishi Sunak or whatever, I don't know. But one of them has handed the notes in and it felt immediately like we were now going to head in the right direction. So I actually feel like, um, if I'm going to predict it, I actually think like, yeah, we're going to have a housing crash. I've always said that and I've said, you know, buy a house in two years. Um, but there's, we're going to have a lot of crashes, but it's like we're going to rebuild. So sometimes you see as a reader, yes, you have to lose the battles to win the war. So sometimes when you see a devastation or something, you're like, actually, it leads to this. You know, it's like, it's like a crime has to be committed in order for the law to change. And sometimes that can happen. But with politics, it feels like it's going to get a little bit 
uh, twisty and turny and then it feels like it's going to land on its feet and we're going to be in a bit of a better trajectory. So I actually feel like the rest of 2002... 2002? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was... Oh, my God, that was 20 years ago. So I would have been 21. Ah, what happened? So, yeah, so... um the rest of 2022, I feel, is going to be... There's there's going to be uproar with everything, okay? So I'm not saying it's going to be peaceful marches by any stretch of the imagination, but there's going to be... Um, we're, we're reformulating a lot of things, you know, socially, economically. So, yeah. Sorry. Yawn again. Um, what else do I get asked a lot? Oh, yeah, how do I cope? That was a nice question. I don't think I do, to be honest. I feel like a mess. I'm extremely hard on myself. Yeah. I have a disorder, though. Um, it's not a mental illness, because I got it checked. But it's... Um, yeah, I've, like... It's like... What is it? It's... So I'm just, like, really, really, really hard on myself. So it's like... Um, in the moment, it's really weird. Get this for weird. So... In this moment, I think I'm really quite ugly and really quite not not great to look at. But then what will happen is in six months' time or three months, I'll look back and I think I'll look really good. So there's this disordered thinking between now and the future. It's really weird. We're unpacking it, actually, as we speak. But it's like in the now, I have to be better. I have to do better. I have to, like... You know, I always, there's a continuity though, because I always feel like I'm a good person, but it, like I go above and beyond, but how I see myself is really distorted, distorted. But then in three months, I will look back and be like, oh, I was quite nice looking. <laughs> so it, it kind of like fades. <laughs> it's, it's a shame it takes three months, <laughs> like maybe three hours would be nice. But it is what it is. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just how my stress is expressed. I don't know. But it's like, um, I just take these things with a pinch of salt because we're always changing, you know. So, yeah, I mean, I sound a great catch, don't I, with the speech thing and then the disorder. <laughs> Yummy. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm a cracking girl with a great sense of humour. I mean, I just take these things with a pinch of salt. But in terms of... Um, how I cope I mean I struggle with people I'm incredibly empathic and I'm incredibly sensitive so I really hate it like I said I hate bullies I hate it hate it when people go out of their way to upset you isolate you bully you and make you feel really crap in your own home you know things like that and just make you feel crap in the workplace like people who just see you as a target and go above and beyond to upset you I really really cannot stand those people so I don't cope very well with people. Um, I love everyone who I work with, though, because I think there's a certain person that comes to me for help and reassurance and, you know, for a reading, and they're so delicious. They're just such nice, beautiful people, and they're they're just my people, you know. But outside of that, you know, the, the knobheads, you know. I remember being on a packed train, and it was everyone was stood up and everyone was sat down and I was stood up and there was a woman opposite me so we were packed like sardines and there was um, she looked like she could have been my mum she was the same age 
and there was a man sat down and I thought oh that's it pal you give up your seat you know and I remember we were all I remember it being a Thursday and I remember we were all packed and really bored and we were all going into central to do our corporate jobs and she kept turning and whacking her hand back against his head and then well that was it spoiled little fucking Barnaby posh as fuck stood up and stripped her down in front of everyone you know and I thought how dare you speak to an older lady like that so I kicked him in the knee (laughs) and I stripped him down even more and I thought straight away I thought you know I try not to use my gifts with anyone you know definitely randomly But in that moment, I thought, I'm going to get you, son, because you do not speak to people like that. And I literally said, you know, it's not your fault you've got daddy issues. I started reeling off all this stuff that happened when he was a kid. Wow, he broke down in tears. And then I thought, shit, I've gone too far. And then so I had the old lady crying and I had him crying. And I'm five foot three and a half and I'm thinking, fuck, you know. Um, But I said to him, you can't speak to people like that because you're going to pick on the wrong person and you have today because you you looked at me and didn't think that I would bite back, you know, and even though I don't know this lady, that's out of order. So there is a very... um, I'll always stick up for people 100%, you know, but I just don't think I'm very good at sticking up for myself, that's the thing. So, yeah, so that's pretty much in a nutshell. Um... If you've got any more questions, let me know. But yeah, anyway, it sounds to me like I need some bed. <laughs>